love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Monday, April 16th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Uh, I guess yesterday was tax day. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Actually, I think this year you have to the seventeenth. I don't know. I think I saw that somewhere. Oh, did you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it is, isn't like, it always a Tuesday or something yeah. that you shut off at. Plus, you know that was going on. The ACMs were last night. It's crazy. And, All right, uh, and that that interview with James Comey. Oh, the Comey mm-hmm. interview, the big one. Mm-hmm. All right, let's introduce everybody, ladies and gentlemen. There's Drew. I had a super interesting experience over the weekend. I was checking out at the grocery store, and the guy in front of me was like a Buddhist monk, like with the shaved head and oh, the ankle awesome. length gown, yeah, and, and, the, and the vow of orange? silence. Yeah, and the vow of silence. <gasps> wow, how do you? And so how he had to just sort of exchange his money. He was all smiling. And the lady said, "Oh, he comes in all the time. Yeah, he's he's got a vow of silence." And he just walked out the door. I, I didn't see what he's driving though. Oh, I would try to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see what he was driving. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tanner the Millennial, what's up with you? My girlfriend and I were house-sitting for her cousin over the weekend, and her cousin has two little cats, and it's the first time I've been around cats in a while, Aww. and I am so happy I missed cats so you much. You should steal one. I'm thinking about All it. All right. And uh, also guest co-hosting today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South. You know whenever you go to the pool and you smell chlorine and bleach, you know, for about two hours? Because yeah. I went with the kids yesterday. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you smell it for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. I can, I can still smell it. Well, let's hope he never takes a vow of silence because it'd be the end of all of us. No jobs for anyone. Our host, The Fitz. First of all, I was the one swimming with the kids at the YMCA oh. yesterday. And you were sitting and watching. And let me tell you, I... um. We I developed a little game with the babies where I pretend like I'm the instructor from Finding Nemo. Oh! And we get the water. That sounded like SpongeBob. You're the stingray. Yeah. So I was a stingray instructor, and we got the we got the little noodle, the water noodle, and I was in the middle, and one of my little babies was on the right, and then uh, my little baby uh, daughter Drew was on the left, and we were like just going through the. Oh! And you know what? And I was swimming. You could just you could just you know you're just with all those babies in there. You just. Swimming through TT. Uh, I would never. <laughs> did you I, swallow I, any water? I, hope not. I would never go in one of those pools. Oh, like, it's great, man! No, no, it really is great. Once yeah. you have, once I know that's what you think, but once you have kids and your kid wants yeah, you to go swimming with, with them, you you do it. Yeah, uh, I don't think I would ever I know. do it. I know, but you do it. Did you, you have love... the little goggles on with the little flippers and no, everything? They had the goggles, but you know, always you know, as a daddy or whatever, you know, you're always worried about the movies. You know, if you have, it, true. and so I was just hoping that I was below my movie limit. Oh my god! Because I've been really trying to focus on like my diet and stuff, and trying to get below movie status. When, when I'm above my movie limit, I'm the guy that wears the t-shirt in the pool. I oh don't man, care. no, there no. are a couple of those. <laughs> oh, when I'm ab- when I'm above the movie limit, you know, and I'm complete movie status, you just gotta let those things act as flotation devices. <laughs> yeah, and you're not fooling anyone. Yeah. Once the t-shirt gets wet, it clings to you, and you're yeah. showing what you got anyway. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here comes Monday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, the Fitz 
Sports Show's world-famous What-Are-You-Kidding-Me Stories of the Day. I really hope you had a fantastic weekend. What's up, you guys? What's up, P1s? That's right. I'm talking to you. Everybody who set this show is the number one button on their preset. I'm going to kick off the What Are You Kidding Me stories with a story out of China. China. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brick house. Uh, a burglar found out the hard way not to use his head when he's trying to rob somebody because um, basically these two guys were walking on the road. Uh, one of them is still at large, by the way. And um, the first one tried to bust the door himself, but he failed. So his buddy tried to pitch in, right, to knock down the door. And what he did was he picked up a brick and he basically launched a missile toward his buddy to try to break down the door. And uh, that brick hit him right in the side of the head. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Is he okay? His buddy dragged him a few feet away from the crime scene to administer first aid until he was able to stand on his own. But you know what? The police caught him pretty easily. This he, sounds like a cartoon. Yeah, man. He was walking around the street like he was at Disneyland. Well, I, for one, am relieved to know that they have stupid criminals like this in China, too. Because sometimes yeah. I think other countries are better behaved than us. It, yeah. I'm glad to know there's morons there throwing bricks at each other's heads. Just like Just us. like home. Yeah, right? <laughs> Loser by knockout. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I would have loved to watch this from a distance. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Driving. He's got a brick. Oh, I can't wait to see what he does. Oh, no. oh yes. Side to side to the head. He is down for the count. Hang on, is he? He's get. He's he's getting up. He he's up. He okay. He but he he's is staggering. at Disneyland. You got knocked out. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't we have another story to get to? Yeah. All right. Let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of the absolutely beautiful state of Arkansas, the Cupid criminal. All right, y'all, check it out. Uh, a guy in Arkansas shoplifted about $550 worth of underwear, bras, and much, much more from Victoria's Secret the night before Valentine's Day. And the cops are trying to track this dude down right now. I don't know, but some ladies are probably loving loving that, though. Yeah, okay. that's a lot of bras and panties. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I'm yeah. sorry, but if he knew her size and he went in there and been like, you know what, 34D, all right, size medium, all right, here's some nice new sweatshirts, like, just yeah, because that, Yeah, but also, is that sending the wrong message to a lady by giving them, like, lingerie some? All right, some people might be offended, right? Or is it always a good thing to give your woman lingerie? I find nothing offensive about it if you've, like, bought the right lingerie, if it's nice lingerie. It okay. depends how long he's known the lady he's giving lingerie to, I feel well, like. Well, yeah, and he didn't buy the right lingerie. He stole it. Oh, yeah, that part. <laughs> Still got the brass tag on it. Man, we should be looking on eBay for some lingerie right now. <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's a Monday when you start your day and things seem kind of gray. It's a Monday. Monday. Drew. When you don't want to wake but you've got to skate. It's a Monday. When your eyes are crusty and your armpits are musty, it's Monday. Monday. Jenna, head of security. When your toast is burnt and your coffee is cold, it's a Monday. Monday. 
I tried, you guys. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all that's all anybody could add. You keep letting me be behind the microphone. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, and listening on the app. Well, we got a little situation happening with Jenna, head of security. And maybe you could help us out with this because um, have you ever been in a situation where basically somebody's a little bit overly friendly, right? And, and you're trying to figure out a way to say, hey, back off, creep, in a friendly way? Well, Jenna, my head of security is kind of going through something like that right now with her neighbor. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and I, Okay, so I've been neighbors with these people for a long time. They're a sweet oh, no. couple. But it's like when the neighbor's husband comes over, like, I'll be splitting wood or, like, cleaning up brush in my yard. And he'll, like, talk to me about this time he was cleaning, you know, the brush or cutting wood. And it's like he doesn't leave me alone. Yeah, like, he'll walk over down the street to my house and be like, hey, neighbor. And I'm like, hey. But it's like he doesn't leave. And it's like I don't want to say leave, but it's like leave and his wife's left and he's still there talking to me. And I'm like, and he's older and I don't want to be rude. And he's not. How old? I would probably say 15 to 20 years my senior, so probably like mid-50s. Okay. Yeah. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Oh, yeah. He even said that, wow, your boyfriend has a really big black truck. And I was like, yeah, he does. And it's like he- Did he invite you to to go see the size of his truck? (laughs) (laughs) He's just like one of those people, like I was doing stuff in my yard one day and he's like, you should really come see my backyard and everything I've done with my backyard. And I'm like- what, and, what, and how did you respond with that? Well, I said, thank you, but right now I've got to go back inside and, you know, cook some dinner. And by the way, has a lot of this started, and this is a legit question, because you've been very open about this, since you have gotten um, your breast augmentation. Well, yeah, and the other day he was like, I was, you know, doing some yard work in the yard in a tank top, and he was like, wow, okay. you have some strong arms. And I was like, okay, okay I'm over this. Okay. Like, And I Jenna, don't want to be rude. This is like... This is way past the point of being yeah. past the point. Maybe he just wants to be her friend. No yeah. way. And I don't want to be rude yeah. because he's really nice. And Why don't you ask him nice. to help you uh, make a YouTube channel about lawn care? <laughs> <laughs> he can hold the camera. No, like, he can mow the lawn. She'll hold the camera. You, how do you kindly brush somebody off and not be rude to them because yeah. they're your neighbor? But it's like he just sometimes gives me the creeps a little bit. All right. Help us out with this situation right now. Uh, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Uh, Jenna's known this person for a long time, but now things are getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com slash follow fits. It's the Fit Show. Fits, Fits, Fits. He's towing the Fits. It's the Fit Show. <laughs> What's up, P1s? How are you? Those uh, uh, amazing listeners of ours who have actually set this show is the number one button on their preset. How's Monday going for everybody? Good? So far, so yeah. good. Yep. It's us- a holiday after all. I it- like Monday. Happy President's Day, everybody. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thinking of old George right now. Oh, George. They just found George's hair mm-hmm. in a book. Yeah. George Washington's hair. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. How dare you say such things on President's Day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. There's Drew and Tanner the Millennial, and there's Jenna, my head of security. A couple minutes ago. Sorry, Jenna. You, uh, we didn't have enough time for you to get to your Choose Your News story. Well, all your stories were really good, so it's all good. But uh, you know what? I wanted to... Remember, I told you I'd do it. We dedicate... 
basically a segment to Jenna where she's able to go to Jenna land for a little bit and <laughs> and we just ride. call it we, and, and basically like whatever Jenna feels that the world needs to know it's Jenna's got a bit so yep. everybody okay. ready mm-hmm. Jenna's got a bit Dan Jenna's got a bit Da-da-na, who knows? It could be a hit, right? Yeah, you never sure, know sure. because uh, Jenna's got a bit. Okay, ladies, so I need you to drop the bleach, drop the cleaning products because it could be killing you. Hang on, now you just threw out a pretty serious. Um, I don't know. It's a uh, very serious claim. It yeah, claim. is serious. What's going on? You said bleach and everything? Yes, bleach and everything. It's got mm. really harmful chemicals in it. So a new study came out from a university in a far off land. Yes, yeah, somewhere. Where yeah. They took 6,000 men and women and they looked at their lung capacities about three years ago. Then they sent them home, had them clean their little houses. Then they brought them all back. They looked at their lungs and their capacity of the men was still great where the women had but what you're insinuating is that only the women are cleaning. Yeah. How dare you? You're saying that men don't clean? <laughs> yeah. You're saying that we also are not exposed to those harmful chemicals well, as well? Well, it's either that you're not truly exposing yourself or the fact you have oh, some mutant me. lungs. I hope that's not happening. Either that or you have mutant lungs that aren't that's susceptible no. to being hurt by these chemicals, so you should step up to the plate. And step up to the plate! Clean for the women, because apparently it's hurting us over you. Men and or, women do not have different lungs. Or maybe we just have like an extra layer of like mucus that protects us from those things. Well, I, I just think you're insinuating that all the women are cleaning, receiving the har- harmful chemicals, and the men aren't. Yeah, yeah. well, I think, I think it's time just... for you to step up to the plate and start cleaning, too. <laughs> yeah, men are just, like, kicking a dirty pair of socks under the bed and calling it good. <laughs> like, clean. <laughs> hilarious. This is The Fitz Show. This is The Fitz Show with Fitz. Because he kind of had that little wrinkle in his eye like Bill Gates did. Jenna. Just burn it, destroy it, get rid of it. No, I'm just reporting the news. I don't make these stories. And Tanner the Millennial. I swear, you guys, I just learned how to do laundry. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. As always, snap what you see. Send it back to me. I love to see like where and how you are listening. And with social media now, it's so amazing that... You know, we can get to know each other in a way that we've never uh, uh, had the ability to know our listeners before in radio. So, uh, Facebook.com slash follow fit. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Just snap what you see right now. Send it back to me. And I feel like um, maybe now's a good time to uh, let you know how you could follow everybody on the so- uh, show on social media. Um, because it, it truthfully is a way, like, for us. It's a cool way to stay connected with you all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I made a lot of great friendships with our listeners uh, through social media, and I thank you for that. So, uh, Tanner the Millennial, where can people find you on social media? Find me on Instagram. You can find me at, at Tanner Chambers. What would you say that if people went there, what can they get from that? <laughs> well, they can see pictures of you know cats and dogs and everything that happens in my life on a all daily right. basis. They can see all the couches I sleep on. Repeat that one more time. They can see all No, the- no, no, like oh. your, your social media handle. <laughs> Tanner Chambers Good. on Instagram. Uh, Drew, what about you? How can people find you on social media, and what? Uh, why should they check out your social media? My Instagram is at criticaldrew, one word, yeah. and you'll see everything from car photos, shop photos, movie information, and just stuff that I find funny and weird. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find me. I'm, I, I've been pimping my Instagram lately. Follow me on the gram. Follow me on the gram. 
Instagram. Just go to the search bar, type in follow fits, two words, follow fits, and you can get breaking what are you kidding me stories like you've never seen before. We cover a lot of things really on that mm-hmm. Instagram. You get to see that my daily hustle, how my family holds me hostage every single day. Yeah. Sure uh, you know, just craziness. Is I should I have a theme say. song like you did right there. I bet that gets more more followers on oh, that well. theme song. Follow fits on the ground. Follow fits on the ground. And Jenna, my head of security. What about you? Uh, why should people follow you on social media? Although we beg you to post on our page, but um, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow me on Instagram, and you can see posts from one year ago. Animals. <laughs> I just, you know, to be honest, I don't like posting that much. I don't. I know, but it's kind of part of our job. I know, but I don't always want people in my life. It actually is in the job description. Why can't I be the person on the show that's like Hannah Lee Hunt? Like, she doesn't have a Facebook page or anything, and she just. Because you don't look like Hannah Lee Hunt. (laughs) When you marry a millionaire uh, performer, then you can disappear from social media. You know, I, I think it's would be nice if you would. You know, you used to post all the time, and then you just, you know, kind of stopped. You know what? She got a new boyfriend, and suddenly oh. she vanished. I guess. But anyway, I'm, I'm trying to help, you know, pr- promote your page. Okay, well, you can find me on Instagram at follow Jenna May. And she ain't going to post, but... <laughs> With a pitch like that, they're rushing over there right now. Yeah. I think I'm fun. I'm sorry I don't post that much on our Fitz page. I'll work on it more. I'm sorry. I like how this is how we're going to end this today. I know. I didn't want to. I guess I was just a little... Why'd you, why'd you bring it up? I was just trying to show some love and promote your pages. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that said, even, to, thanks, buddy. Even Appreciate though, it. Jenna. Welcome. Well, thanks for coming out our, our Instagram. Our, our last uh, radio address, by the way, they wouldn't even let us talk about our social media. I was told I would be suspended if I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even kidding. So I want to be the guy to talk about everybody's social media. You know, I love you guys. You guys deserve to have your social media promoted too. So that's thanks, all. man. Okay. You just made all. my day. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fitz Show. Special guest co-host today, my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South, is here and stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Straight out of the ACMs Uh-oh. this time. I've yes. got the whole rundown coming up. Drew, stand by with the Monday reality check. Well, one of the biggest things that happened this weekend was, of course, the war of words turned into a war of missiles as the U.S., France, and Britain bombarded several targets inside Syria with about 105 uh, rockets and missiles. Do you mind if I pause you right there? You sure. said the U.S., France, and Great Britain. Yes. Yeah. Teaming up to doesn't that kind of sound like in a way almost like a, a world world war ish? Yeah. So if you, if you didn't read up on it, here's what happened: we it's attacked. Yeah, we attacked sites that were known to be chemical weapons sites, either right. storage mm-hmm. or manufacturing. Yeah, or making them, testing them. Yeah. So limited the attacks to those, and basically intending to remove their capability. Um, so we're looking at it as a little victory. But here's the weird part. Uh, Putin and Assad are saying it's a victory on their end because the the limited scope of our attack, they're saying, proves that we accept their 
ownership of the region, that we accept their their seniority there. Because um, we were just picking out spots. Yeah, that we didn't yeah. mo- do a larger stage attack or scale attack or any kind of an invasion or anything. They're saying, hey, since they're just knocking that stuff out, they agree we're boss here. Kind of a weird way of looking weird. at it. It's kind of like two guys got in a fight and they both walked away feeling like the winner. Yeah. Wow. Do we uh, know where these missiles were launched from? Where they launched from? They, oh, they, there was, they I watched one being mo- launched from a submarine. Yeah, it's pretty it cool. It was amazing yeah. to watch this huge missile come out of the sea. Yeah. Crazy. You could watch that in real time. I was watching it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other big war that happened this weekend, of course, is the war of words with Comey and the president in the White House. Uh, he had his big interview on ABC last night. Wow. A um, lot of words were said. Uh, and, of course, this ends any chance of that situation cooling down or going away. Uh, this That's is all in advance of his book, which comes out tomorrow, I believe. Uh, but he said he made very strong comments. He, he compared the president to a mafia boss. Uh, he said that uh, he, he called his presidency a firestorm to this point. He also said that he uh, is vulnerable to blackmail from the Russians. He talked a lot about the investigations he was on. So it was a big smear job for sure. And that's what they were looking for out of the interview. So uh, it'll probably drive quite a few book sales, but it's also probably going to divide the country even further, really. And I feel like it's my duty both as a movie guy and as a United States Marine to report the sad news that R. Lee Ermey, you know, Gunny, passed away Sunday morning uh, at 74 years old. You know him as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman from Full Metal Jacket. And of course, he's had tons of shows since then. No yeah, kidding. Passed away Sunday morning. He did a lot of acting. He was in so many movies, right? Yeah. Um, so he had complications <gasps> from pneumonia. It is that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's been in tons of commercials He's been and in everything. everything. He's had a show on... Uh, I believe the History Channel. He's for a always long time. the military yelling guy. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. So he was originally soldier. Yes, he was high. He was a true Marine Corps uh, boot camp drill instructor, uh, and he was hired as a consultant on the movie Full Metal Jacket. And after seeing him try to coach these actors up. Kubrick just said, you know what? You're the man for the job. You're going to do it. That started his acting career, which has been around for 30 years. And there you go. The Monday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, my wife, is hanging out today. As we go inside the ACMs for the Fitz Files. What's up? And what a night it was in Las Vegas. The 53rd Academy of Country Music Awards last night. Chalk full of stellar performances, guys, including some amazing duets like host Reba McIntyre. She was with Kelly Clarkson. You know, that's her daughter-in-law, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Re- Reba and Kelly Clarkson are family, man. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> Somebody tell me what my daughter-in-law is. I'm Reba. Oh, <laughs> 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 she did a great job hosting, though. Uh, Keith Urban with Julia Michaels. They did a little duet. Uh, Kane Brown with Lorna Elena. Florida Georgia Line with BB Rexa. It was uh, some good stuff last night. So let's get to the winners of the main categories. Jason Aldean was crowned Entertainer of the Year. Somebody tell me what my daughter in law is. Where's Kelly Clarkson? Okay. And the ACM Male Vocalist of the Year title went to Chris Stapleton. A big congrats to Miranda Lambert, this year's ACM Female Vocalist of the Year. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we just went inside the ACM. I think yeah. we did too. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. I'm Bethany, the mouth from the South. That's the Fitz Files.
happens live. live. This is the Fitz Show with Fitz. Yes, I have five kids. I mean, does it matter how old I was when I started? Jenna. Yogurt is a great probiotic. Drew. Yes, I cut off the small toe. It was an accident, but they sewed it back on. And Tanner the Millennial. Skinny jeans forever. I will fight for them. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fits happens live. Hey, everybody. Uh, what's what's up? Um, Fitz is running a second. He, he's, he'll be here in just a second, I promise. Oh, hey! Hey, Drew. Hello. What's up, Tanner the Millennium? Hey, How man. are you? Good. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that feels good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, sir. Everybody up today or are you down today? How's everybody feeling? I think you know I'm I mean? up. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm, feeling a little, I'm feeling the Monday blues, feeling a little down. Today. Well, if you're feeling the Monday blues, uh, I'm here to kind of blow your mind a little bit because I'm about to, you're about to have your <laughs> mind blown <laughs> Wait, why am I in there? <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to tell you things that will absolutely just, you know, give you a mind-blown experience. First of all, Steve Jobs' first job was an internship at Hewlett-Packard when he was 12 years old. Wow. Talk about making an impression. Yeah. And y'all think I looked like a baby when I was interning for you. Dang. But see, that was a go-getter, right? Yeah, I what mean, does a 12-year-old yeah. do at Hewlett-Packard? Because he was, a, he was a winner. He woke up and he wanted to win. And he wanted to compete. What? And people judged him for it. What 12-year-old wants to intern there? Win- like, if I was a 12-year-old, I'd want to intern at, I don't know, Legoland? Or Pizza <laughs> Hut? Yeah. I wasn't old enough to use the coffee machine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we move on. Some of the names that Disney considered for these seven dwarfs include, and I'm not kidding, Chesty, <laughs> Tipsy, oh. Jumpy, Dirty, Sleazy, and Awful. Oh. <laughs> Awful's really like a departure yeah. from the rest of the Oh, names. they're sleazy over there. Back at it again. Oh, hanging out with Chesty. <laughs> oh, that I one, he's just the, awful. I thought they'd be the same one. <laughs> That's kind of unbelievable. I will continue to blow your mind. The first movie to have an official website was Stargate in 1994. Really? That makes yes. sense because nerds love what Stargate. It, what, what is Stargate? Stargate? Uh, it starred uh, uh, Kirk, uh, Kurt Russell, actually. <gasps> And he, they had the Stargate. Is that the one when he had the patch? Mm-hmm. No, no. He mm-hmm. went back to, uh, he went back to like ancient Egypt. But it, we found out that Egypt was actually run by this alien that used to inhabit people's bodies, and the Stargate mm-hmm. let him go through time and space, and Hang blah on. blah blah. Pretty good movie overall. Interesting. They made a TV series after it, starring MacGyver. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Alright, you guys, finally. The Wheel of Fortune, the wheel itself, has 200 lights, 73 steel pins, and weighs 2,400 pounds, and there's only one of them. So when the show goes on the road, they actually transport it. If what? something happens to the wheel, the show is absolutely over. No, not the wheel! Yeah. What happens if that thing breaks? Reruns. <laughs> <laughs> Real. Funny. The Fit Show. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of London. You could be the next supermodel. Uh, I mean, I, I wonder if it's really possible that if you just made a couple of life changes, that you could be a supermodel. No. No? It's like, genetic. Like what? No, it's not. I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you a story about 33-year-old uh, um, Gwim Pugh. When he was in his 20s, he worked as a life insurance salesman, and he packed out 100 pounds. Then almost a decade ago, he decided that he wanted to you know, get healthy. So he started working out, eating better. He lost 98 pounds. He grew like this, uh, this, this big hipster beard. And now everyone in the world is like, oh, my God, he's so super handsome. So he became a male model. I'm not kidding. Uh, he's even done so well for himself that David Beckham uh, put him on uh, cover of GQ. Wow. Or wait. What? No, he, 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 he modeled some grooming products for GQ. But look, here he is in the beginning. <laughs> okay. Everybody see him? Oh. All right. All right, see him there. All right. He looks like a jolly guy. We'll, we'll post this on our Facebook page. And then Boom. There he is. Wow. That's not even fair. Look, yes. here he is. Boom. He is so manly. That guy See? just has good genetics. If I slimmed no. down and got fit, I still wouldn't Go be a model. Go back to the before picture. That's not good genetics. That's working hard and dedication right there. It sounds like some dedication. I mean, he's definitely dieting, grew out his hair, got this beard thing going on. Man, his beard puts your guys to shame. You're so rude. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't put yours to shame. No! <laughs> Growing in thicker by the day. Tanner's just mad because he put Rogate on his face and it didn't do anything. <laughs> hey, this ain't about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. And, uh, it's another story out of London. Oh, didn't we the, just do uh, one out of London? The All-Brit edition. Didn't we just do one out of we London? We did, Hello. yeah. Hello! <laughs> uh, out of London, what is Bitcoin? Cryptocurrency. So apparently, people fighting over Bitcoin is is becoming quite common in div- uh, divorce disputes. Yeah. And there's a couple in the UK right now battling it out over uh, more than $800,000 in cryptocurrency that they bought while they were together. Now, again... They better fight pretty quick, or it's not going to be worth anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I am so confused on what Bitcoin is slash cryptocurrency. Jenna, I know you're asking about it. I can asked it- about it the other day. I don't understand how it can be worth more than regular money, but yet it's in the atmosphere of the matrix of the computer. I it's, don't understand it. It's not regular. pretty much covers it. <laughs> what exactly it. does crypto mean? Oh, uh, it's blockchain currency, meaning it's basically instead of having a solid coin or a bill or a representation of silver or gold, it is essentially a, a an extremely complex series of numbers like an equation that can only be broken it it's, can't a, be broken it, on it, it's money uh that's represented basically by re- represented a by a digital number by but a code, but yeah. it doesn't exist yes but so it's just it's basically like when you you're in online banking so it's 100% looking at secure. your account 
that totally makes sense. <laughs> You're just looking at your account, right? You You're like, really... I don't have that much money in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still confused. That's all right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. So, let's go. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So, I want to tell you about. Nicole Grimes of Brownsville, Pennsylvania, and she was actually just scrolling through Facebook, and she noticed a photo of an older dog who needed a new family, but she had this like um, instant connection. She felt the connection, like something weird, like, hmm, there's, I feel like I'm being drawn to this puppy dog. And so uh, she adopted this sweet-looking gray-haired dog, and it didn't take long to sense that something was very, very familiar about this little animal. The dog had a lot of the same personality traits. And movements as a family dog that Nicole remembered growing up with. So Nicole took the dog back to the shelter to scan her microchip. And sure enough, it was Chloe, a dog that was part of her family when she was in grade school, that the family had actually put up for adoption many, many, many years ago. Is that not nuts? This poor puppy dog. Anyway, it was like it was drawn back to her. And it's been a surprise and a treat for Nicole and Chloe to be reunited eight whole years after the heartbreak of being separated the first time. I would be so mad at my parents. I don't mean yeah. to be the good stuff killer, but be like, you got rid of my dog. Get away, Chloe. And the universe brought her back. Oh, my God. I will not be a Christmas be. dinner. So what about that? Yeah. You're right. The universe did bring her yeah. back. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd be so mad at my mom and dad over that. What about you guys? Uh, you believe that... It was indeed the universe that brought little Chloe back to uh, the owner? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think that she probably always had this spot in her heart for that dog. And when That's she not saw, what I asked you, when Drew. When she saw a listing for for a very similar dog, she was drawn to it. <laughs> if I, I saw asked a you if you believe that the universe brought sweet little Chloe uh-huh. back, back to the owner. Yes. Sure. I don't know. I think it was just chance. At what? the end of the day, because you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, some this world's full of crazy things. And, you know, it's... Either you're flipping a coin, it could be heads or tails, and that's what happened with the dog. You're saying that sweet little Chloe, what what you're saying is that you think it was all coincidence. Yeah, a great coincidence. So you're not saying that the good Lord blessed her back with her companion? You don't think that the Lord brought the little dog back to her? Hey, you guys are putting words in my mouth. I don't know what you guys are doing over there. You just said it. You said that life is a coin toss. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well. Drew, these guys are putting words in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, you guys, isn't that the good stuff? It is so the good. good stuff. All right. Makes my heart warm. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. It's the topic table. That's right. They're going to do it. With Fitz. Y'all ready? Everybody, welcome to Monday. How are you? I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, if you don't mind, I want to do uh, a round of the topic table real quick. Ooh, okay. Is that cool? Yeah. So wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, Answer the topic along with us. And, uh, of course, Drew is here. Tanner the Millennial. There's Jenna, my head of security. Let me reach into the bucket of topics. And, of course, everyone has a seat at the topic table. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is welcome at the topic table. The topic table, darling. (laughs) Be seated. All right. Oh, looky here. The bucket of topics. Here's what it gave me. Should non-smokers get extra vacation days since they don't take smoke breaks? What? 
Okay, so let me. S- smoke breaks add up to about six total work days per year. Okay, according to a bunch of people in human six resources. Days. Yeah. So should non-smokers get extra vacation days to make things fair? Eighty percent of non-smokers and sixty-two percent of smokers say, "Yeah, they should." You know what? As a non-smoker, I think if smokers are allowed to get smoke breaks throughout the day, then as a non-smoker, I deserve to get as much that time in vacation. Time. Okay, so this is going to be my question. I used to be a smoker, uh-huh. and when I worked at a place where you had scheduled breaks, you got it. Everybody got a ten-minute break if you choose to smoke or sit in your car and drink water. That was up to you, but nobody ever got specific smoke breaks. Oh, please! Just People because you were smokers, out. they sneak out. Right. I'm just saying, not every company is like that. I don't think so. I think. I think people are always going to find a way to sneak out and have have a smoke. They're yeah. going to take some company time. I don't think it should come out of their vacation time, but it should come out of their lunch break time. No, he's saying add it to non-smokers. So non-smokers get additional days because of the time they continued working as while much, the smokers were outside punching a butt. You know, as much time as we all spend on Facebook and Instagram during the workday, we're all guilty of Wait a not second. working I agree with time. Tanner. You know what I think, too? Not only should I get time for all the smoker breaks, but the amount of time that people spend on social media during the workday, I want that time in vacation, too. Me, too. Then you never get to work. <laughs> <laughs> you leave me out of this. <laughs> this isn't about me. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dad thing to say. How is that a dad thing to say? That's a, that parents always say, we're not talking about me here. We're talking about you. Yeah, well, I'm with it. I mean, the I amount of time that people spend on social the, the amount of time that people spend on social media and the amount of time that people do on their smoke breaks, I want every bit of that time in vacation days. When I was uh, 18, in, in between school, you know, in the summer working construction, they paired me up with this dude who would take a smoke break every 15 minutes. He'd be out leaning against the wall smoking cigarette while we were working construction. Yeah. So I, every single day, I worked an additional four hours that this guy didn't work. Did you kind of feel like... I felt ripped it's, off. It's like, man, we're not getting anything done because you're smoking the whole time. Yeah, I felt Drew, ripped off. Drew went and got a pack of cigarettes. He said, I'm going to be on break, too. <laughs> <laughs> Drew said, hey, while you're at it, get me a pack of Marlboros. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, we're not trying to make smokers upset. Listen, my dad's been smoking for 112 years. Okay, I'm just I'm. We're just throwing out. Well, on a practical note, a lot of companies are making yeah. incentives like this to try and get people to stop smoking uh, for the health insurance benefit of you know the the prolonged you know benefits of health. Right. So you're not chewing up the system and the money. Right. All right, we'd love to hear from you as well, wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Should non-smokers get extra vacation days since they do not take smoke breaks? This is The Fit Show. This is The Fit Show with Fitz. Because he kind of had that little wrinkle in his eye like Bill Gates did. Jenna. Just burn it, destroy it, get rid of it. No, oh, I'm just reporting the news. I don't make these stories. And Tanner the Millennial. I swear, you guys, I just learned how to do laundry. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Only in America, where we I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. These are the days of America. Brother, brother. Believe it or not, you know, it's hard to be a citizen of the United States of America. Yeah. And and, and, and uh, I think everybody on this show, uh, we're all citizens of the United States of America. And 
I thought it'd be kind of cool to find out if if you deserve to be an American or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had Drew pull up some questions. This is from the citizenship test. Is yes, that right? It is. And and it's so you think you're an American? If you're really an American, I guess shouldn't we all be able to answer the following questions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These will all be on a test for someone trying to obtain American citizenship. So if they can answer, really? we should all be able to answer. Wow. Straight up, right? Mm-hmm. Now uh, we've done this a couple of times before. I don't guess we're keeping tabs on this, right? Right. So we'll do like uh, I'll, I'll read the questions. This is hard, you guys. Your name is your buzzer. Uh, I won last time. I remember that. All right, Jenna yeah. did win. Woo! She scored one point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, your buzzer is your name. I'm so ready. wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you know it, scream it along wherever you are. All right, I'm not going to go easy on you. Here we go. Give two requirements for someone to be president of the United States. Tanner. Tanner, go ahead. You have to be born in the United States. Right, natural born citizen, that's one. And you have to be above 36 years old. I think that might be one of them. I'm going to give it to him. It's 35, but close enough. Tanner gets the point. Yes! That's Good one job, Tanner. Team. All right, excellent. Okay, here goes another one. Okay. What is the last day to file your taxes? Fitz. Jenna! Fitz was first. June 15th. Tanner. Jenna, I said it next. April 14th. April 15th. Tanner gets yeah. it. It's April 15th. <laughs> oh, is tax day. That's that the, the last day? day? You can file taxes. I thought that's like the beginning of tax time. No, that's that's the day taxes are due. You can file for an extension. The IRS is coming after you, <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried. Wouldn't be the first time. I've been audited. Straight up. It's Tanner's horrible. killing it so far. All right, here we go, guys. Oh, so Tanner's the most American person on the show. Ooh. That uh, two history classes in college is really paying off. All right, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Name at least two actors who have played Batman. Fitz. Fitz. Played who? Batman. <laughs> Tanner. I was gonna. I was gonna say Jenna. name at least two. Hang on, let me answer. He, he's still up. He's still up. I was gonna he's name. Stumping he's stumping for time, but he's up. He is. I You're... was gonna name two people like presidents who played actors. That's where I thought you were going with it. Oh but no, no, two actors who played Batman. This is easy, man. Crap. George Clooney. Mm-hmm. That's good. And there's Michael Keaton. Yep, he's got him. That's two. I feel like he's got more, but Fitz gets the points right there. Proud right. to be an American. Here we go. I was thinking Jason Bates for some reason. You would have gotten it wrong. <laughs> All right, you here mean we go. Jason Bateman? <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, dang it. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Who is the Speaker of the House right now? Fitz. Fitz? Nancy Pelosi. No. Tanner. What, the Speaker of the House? Paul Ryan? Paul Ryan. Oh, man. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Three to one. Tanner's got the win. Tanner yeah. takes it down. What an American. I'm proud of you, son. I am proud to be an American. I'm <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> All right, you guys. So you think you're an American? Let us know how you did. Uh, send me a message right now on Instagram if you want. Follow Fitz. Fitz happens live. All right. Welcome back. Now back to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Only happened two times that I can recall. Well, only it, twice. Yeah, you still should get it checked out. I, I don't even know if there's a test. Get what checked out? The fact that your car is a fume factory it's, and has made two people sick in two days. No, just nauseous. You. Yeah, who was the second person? Go ahead, Drew. I'm sorry to say, but on our way back from the studio to our house, I got car sick to the point where I almost threw up in your car. This what? is true. He did not tell you. Turncoat. Well, listen. I, uh, I'm just uh, saying. So yes. Uh, uh, and, and, and by the way, today 
Uh, here's what happened. A couple of days ago, we were going to get a sandwich, and I got so car sick sitting in Drew's vehicle. And, and, and here we are today. Uh, went to go get some breakfast very, very early this morning. I got nauseous again, kind of started sweating in the studio. And Drew's like, eh, what's going on with you? I'm like, what's going on with me is I'm sitting in your car, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then all of a sudden, Tanner did tell me in private that he also got sick, meaning I think your thing's a little poison factory, to yeah. be honest with you. Well, why am I unaffected by it? Well, I drive that car pretty much every day. And I, you know what? From now on, if you're going to get in the car, I'll bring the good car. I think you have become immune to the car? fumes that are coming in your car. Oh, Lord. You, you've I don't think you got can, used to it. I don't think it. you can become immune to that. You can. Well, I don't know, That's but poison. I, straight, I, I, I smell straight up gasoline coming through your air conditioning vents. So what do you think it is? Is there like a leak in the, the pipe? I don't know, but it made me nauseous and I was sick all day Friday. And over the weekend, I felt a little dizzy, and then I felt good on Sunday, and then went to go get breakfast this morning, very, very early with Drew, got sick again, and then found out that Tanner got sick. Oh. Or, and then alternate, he, he accused me of yeah. going through menopause. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Is menopause real? Yes. Take a look at him. He seems oh. to be getting sick frequently. He's been sensitive lately, but I no. don't he was, think- You were I talking about hot flashes? That has no correlation your car with made me sick. First of all, I'm younger than Ben Affleck, Ryan Seacrest, Luke Bryan, Tom Brady, Ashton Kutcher, Shakira. I'm younger than Jason Aldean, and I'm younger than Blake Shelton. So that ain't it. But you what have more kids it? than all those people, so that sort of moves your age up. Wow. Right? Having kids does age oh, you. you. That mean, was not polite. That was a stab. Man, I, look, I look good for my age. Yeah, he's just You're mad. saying aging internally. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I disagree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, my kids are killing me on a daily basis. Well... But your fumes also made me sick, so I don't right. think we can you buy told into me that. You no, didn't I'm telling you, any I'll, of it. I'll show you, you tell where, him a different story? I will show you where he texted me. Mm. I don't know who I can trust now. Well, you know, know what? We don't trust anything uh, with you having to do with cars, because you sold Tanner a car. It's breaking down every single day. Now, we're all getting sick, so you and cars just don't mix. Well, cars mix fine with me because I'm a mechanic, so those things don't <laughs> bother <hope> me. <laughs> Tell that to my power steering six years ago. <laughs> Tell that to my radiator that keeps blowing. <laughs> I think I want to see some credentials. <laughs> Where's your papers? Yeah, it's like people who say they're mechanics don't necessarily mean they're mechanics. It's like people who say they're, they're comedians. Does not make them comedians. Hey, why are you looking at me? I, <laughs> you said I that. knew that. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot if of people across. No, him. there's a lot of people across the country who are like doing these little, hey, I'm going to be a comedian and things. Little Wednesday stand-ups. Comedians. Yeah. They're probably well, not Maybe that's comedians. why I'm here reading the news now instead of okay, working on Okay, don't cars. see. Now you're trying to make, see that, Tanner? He's trying to make us feel bad that his car is a fumigator. I also feel bad that Jenna says, yeah, you Wednesday stand-ups, and she looked right at me. (laughs) That hurts my feelings. (laughs) I think I'm going through menopause, too. (laughs) The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. Like, for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Special guest co-host today, my wife, Bethany the Mouth from the South, is here. And stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. Straight out of the ACMs Uh-oh. this time. Yes. I've got the whole rundown coming up. 
Drew standing by with the Monday reality check. Well, one of the biggest things to happen this weekend was, of course, the war of words turned into a war of missiles as the U.S., France, and Britain bombarded several targets inside Syria with about 105 uh, rockets and missiles. Do you mind if I pause you right there? You sure. said the U.S., France, and Great Britain. Yes. Yeah. Teaming up to doesn't that kind of sound like in a way almost like a, a world world war ish? Yeah. So uh, if you, if you didn't read up on it, here's what happened: we it's attacked. Our yeah, we attacked sites that were known to be chemical weapons sites, either right. storage mm-hmm. or manufacturing. Yeah, or making them, testing them. Yeah. So limited the attacks to those, and basically intending to remove their capability. Um, so we're looking at it as a little victory. But here's the weird part. Uh, Putin and Assad are saying it's a victory on their end because the the limited scope of our attack, they're saying, proves that we accept their ownership of the region, that we accept their their seniority there. Because uh, we were just picking out spots. Yeah, that we didn't yeah. mo- do a larger stage attack or scale attack or any kind of an invasion or anything. They're saying, hey, since they're just knocking that stuff out, they agree we're boss here. Kind of a weird way of looking weird. at it. It's kind of like two guys got in a fight and they both walked away feeling like the winner. Yeah. Wow. Do we uh, know Putin, where these missiles were launched from? Where they launched from? They, oh, they, there was, they I watched one being mo- launched from a submarine. Yeah, it's pretty it cool. It was amazing yeah. to watch this huge missile come out of the sea. Yeah. Crazy. You could watch that in real time. I was watching it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Live. Yeah. Well, the other big war that happened this weekend, of course, is the war of words with Comey and the president in the White House. Uh, he had his big interview on ABC last night. Wow. A um, lot of words were said. Uh, and, of course, this ends any chance of that situation cooling down or going away. Uh, this That's is all in advance of his book, which comes out tomorrow, I believe. Uh, but he said he made very strong comments. He, he compared the president to a mafia boss. Uh, he said that uh, he, he, he called his presidency a firestorm to this point he also said that he uh is vulnerable to blackmail from the russians talked a lot about the investigations he was on so it was a big smear job for sure and that's what they were looking for out of the interview so uh it'll probably drive quite a few book sales but it's also probably going to divide the country even further really and i feel like it's my duty both as a movie guy and as united states marine to report the sad news that r lee ermy you know gunny passed away sunday morning uh at 74 years old you know him as gunnery sergeant hartman from full metal jack and of course, he's had tons of shows since then. No yeah, kidding. Passed away Sunday morning. He did a lot of acting. He was in so many movies, right? Yeah. Um, so he had complications <gasps> from pneumonia. It is that guy. Yeah. He's been in tons of commercials. He's been and in everything. everything. He's had a show on, uh, I believe, the History Channel. He's for a always long time. the military yelling guy. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. So he was originally soldier. Yes. He was high. He was a true Marine Corps. Uh, boot camp drill instructor uh, and he was hired as a consultant on the movie Full Metal Jacket and after seeing him try to coach these actors up Kubrick just said you know what you're the man for the job you're going to do it that started his acting career which has been around for 30 years and there you go the Monday reality check just letting you know it's the Fit Show the good the bad and the gossip these are the Fit Files That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, my wife, is hanging out today as we go inside the ACMs for the Fitz Files. What's up? And what a night it was in Las Vegas. The 53rd Academy of Country Music Awards last night, chock full of stellar performances, guys, including some amazing duets like host Reba McIntyre. She was with Kelly Clarkson. That, you know, that's her daughter-in-law, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Re- Reba and Kelly Clarkson are family, man. That's, that's right. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson! Somebody tell me what my daughter-in-law is. I'm Reba. Oh, <laughs> 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 
She did a great job hosting, though. Uh, Keith Urban with Julia Michaels. They did a little duet. Uh, Kane Brown with Lorna Lena. Florida Georgia Line with BB Rexa. It was uh, some good stuff last night. So let's get to the winners of the main categories. Jason Aldean was crowned Entertainer of the Year. Somebody tell me what my daughter-in-law is. <laughs> Where's Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> okay. And the ACM Male Vocalist of the Year title went to Chris Stapleton. A big congrats to Miranda Lambert, this year's ACM Female Vocalist of the Year. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we just went inside the ACM. I think yeah. we did, too. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. I'm Bethany, the mouth from the South. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And we are the show that does the troop salute, and today we are saluting Technical Sergeant Brian K. Williams of the United States Air Force. Now, we're talking about, you know, this Brian Williams has actually done something. We're not... Mm -hmm. This isn't the newsman, Brian Williams. No, not that guy. (laughs) Not that guy at all. Technical Sergeant Williams is based at Randolph Air Force Base in the state of Texas, and as a loadmaster instructor, he works on the C-17 aircraft and teaches soldiers how to do safe loading and transport and unloading of aerial cargoes. That's a big, big job. Yeah, yeah that's a big, big plane. That's one of those big wow. cargo, you know, you roll down the ramp, drop the ramp, and load a bunch of stuff, equipment, supplies, troops. Wow. He was also at Altus Air Force Base. Uh, Brian K. Williams performed at the highest standards, demonstrating an exceptional base of knowledge and a superb ability to teach and deal with other people. And when not aboard an aircraft, Technical Sergeant Williams is serving the community to the fullest. Check it out. He created this amazing program to raise the spirits of chronically ill children. And uh, he calls it Pilot for a Day, where he utilizes simulators to allow these kids to just, you know, fulfill their dream of being a pilot. Flying for at least a day. I love that. I've done one of those before. You have? It's really cool to fly in the simulators, right? insane. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. Uh, initially, Williams funded the entire program out of his pocket and handled uh, all the considerable paperwork that was involved. He's just an amazing individual, you guys. And he embodies the best qualities of the United States Air Force. What an awesome guy. Yeah, I'm telling you. Every, we do the troop salutes, and I, I, I just feel like a horrible individual every day. Yes. <laughs> Compared to what you know our men and women do who protect our country. It's like, what are we doing with our day? Nothing? Right. <laughs> My biggest problem is Making I ran jokes. out of... Is that I ran out of mini donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, again, saluting Technical Sergeant Brian K. Williams of the United States Air Force. And if you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, just send me a message 
on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. What are we looking for, Drew? Well, we'd be honored to do it. We need their name, uh, ranks they achieved, the branch they served, and when they served, and then any interesting stories about their service, either accommodations, awards, uh, the job they do in the military, uh, maybe places they served or stations they had. And you know what I love? I love I love those nuggets. I want you to send us the you know those those special nuggets about them. Their favorite movie, you know, are they married? Uh, do they have any animals? What sort of music they love? Stuff yeah. like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facebook.com/slash/followfits. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now, the Fitz Show's world famous "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories of the day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had to hit my button, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. I am your "What Are You Kidding Me?" anchor man, standing by with the news that did not make the news. Now available. Follow me on Instagram too. If you search "Follow Fitz" on Instagram, you'll be able to get the breaking "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories. As I take you. And provide you with a special what the Florida story. World's tallest what? There's a guy in Florida. He's made what he thinks is the world's tallest hat. (laughs) Of all things in the world. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who live in that community always going for records, like driving across the country, wanting to look at the world's biggest ball of yarn on the side of the road. You have you one know, there, in there's your these, uh, these bizarre like people trying to break records with their road sti- roadside stops and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think Texas is going to like this too much. You what bring do you mean? that hat home. Biggest hat. Gotta I'll bring tell it you home. What, yeah, don't you be messing with big Tex. Yeah. <laughs> don't you have something in your hometown that's the world's biggest? Yes, in Bowie, Texas, my hometown. The Bowie knife! In North Texas, we have the uh, world's largest Jim Bowie knife. What's up, Bowie? That's not a knife. This is a knife. (laughs) So shout out to Bowie, Texas for the uh, world's largest Jim Bowie knife. But anyway, he's trying to make the world's largest hat. Almost 19 feet tall. The current world record is 9 feet 9 inches. He can actually walk in the hat. Uh, But he has to go really, really slowly and stay very, very straight. I'm a local artist and a milliner. A milliner is a hat maker. I've built here the world's tallest hat. It's uh, 18 feet, 9 inches tall. Previous record was 9 feet, 9 inches tall. It took several weeks to make it. You can't move much. If you move, it's going to fall. You think the guy has a job? No. He's a milliner. His job is to make the world's tallest hat. He does make hats. Apparently. Made one hat, at least. (laughs) Can live inside of it. I picture it like one of those paper top hats like a little kid would wear in a... Uh, in a play in like school. A, like an Arby's hat. <laughs> yeah, Arby, like, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? If you don't mind, folks, I'd like to take you out of West Virginia. Uber goober. There's a guy at a party in West Virginia. He tried to take an Uber home last weekend, but he was so drunk. He gave the driver his family's address in New Jersey. The ride took three hours, cost him $1,600. I am not even joking. I was just like, what's good? Like, that's crazy. Like, why did you agree to, like, take me to, to New Jersey from West Virginia? I just woke <laughs> up in the Uber next to a older dude just, like, telling me I was an hour out from Jersey. It was $1,635 and, like, some change. It would have been, like, $800, but it came out to $1,600. I'm going back to West Virginia this weekend to pick up my bags and... I will be there, so if you guys see me, say what's up. 
<laughs> that has got to be the world's most compliant Uber driver ever. Oh, you want to go to Jersey? Sure, why not? Yeah. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show with Fitz. Because no matter what, they're going to find a way to communicate with their friends. You know, people from all over the world are playing these games. He's got a friend in China. Jenna. You know I'm broken. I try. <laughs> Drew. You're saying that because you're scared I might be right. And Tanner, the millennial. Skinny jeans are more comfortable than you'd think. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fits happens live. Everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to Monday, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. And you're like, okay, what's a P1? Well, a P1 is a listener who, who's actually set this show as the number one button on their preset, and you never, ever, ever take it off. It's that easy. If you lock us in on number one, that number one button on your stereo, you become a P1 when you leave it on and you love the show. And guess what? We love you for loving the show. You know what? Drew and I were having a conversation the other day, and uh, we, were, we were talking about how for, for some reason, wherever you go, it's like everyone in life is a is a bathroom monitor. Yeah. Why does everyone have to be a bathroom monitor? For, for me- like bathroom etiquette? No, what I mean is just like people want to time you about how long you spend in the bathroom. And if you spend a long time in the bathroom, it's like, oh, something must be going on. Tanner bathroom. does that to me. Oh, he's a bathroom monitor. Yeah, Today, yeah. I went, I used the restroom. You the go first like time. every five minutes. That, okay, listen. I, I drink about a gallon of water a day. I like to be hydrated. Plus, That's- didn't you also say that you had like one of your pregnancy scars that fused with your bladder? Yeah, but too? that doesn't honestly have anything to do with my ba- urination. Okay. Anyways, right. he looks at me and goes, this will be the first of many today. And it's like, now I don't want to use the restroom because he makes me feel like I'm oh, out of place for using the restroom on. once every few hours. Me? Well, I want to throw this out. And I mean, why does everybody have to be a bathroom monitor? From I mean, That's like some of the most relaxing time I have during my day is like when, when I'm away from my, my wife and kids and I slide my little bathroom door and my little cubby hole over. And have my iPad and my mm-hmm. privacy. And I, I just think it's really uncool if people are like monitoring where I am and how much time I'm spending in there. I think if any of those people, if someone did it right back to them, they would understand. But they, they feel untouchable. Did your girlfriend uh, basically start with this and now it's turning into what? Yeah. Well, she she's always like complaining that I go in there too many times, that I spend too much time there. And- okay. I, I live with Drew. He is in there for about 45 minutes a pop. See? And you know the what? First if I need to did. go to the bathroom, there's no other but bathroom in the house. But that's my business. The first thing he did after moving in is he came here to work and went, Drew was in the bathroom for an hour yesterday. Like, the first <laughs> thing he did. But now he has piqued my curiosity, and here's why. Now even I kind of want to be a bathroom monitor toward you. It's like, okay, so why are you spending one hour in there? Are you okay? It's like not you- an hour. He's exaggerating. But it is really the one place in the house where I like to read. Remember that time we went on the business trip and we had that adjacent bedrooms? Yes. And you used the restroom as soon as we got there. And you told me not even to open up the door because it was going to be so bad. You go, wow. Jenna, don't even open up the door. No, everyone's monitored. That's just travel bathroom. Well, we got to <laughs> wonder, though. It's like at that point, you do kind of naturally become a bathroom. Are you okay? And by the way, you know it's not healthy for you to sit that long. I do know that. I've been warned. But listen, I think I'm healthier because everyone complains about, oh, I haven't gone today or I haven't gone in two days. Right. Every day. No problem. Clockwork. Well, the bathroom isn't a library. But it takes you 45 (laughs) minutes to go. Like, that's not normal. Maybe a little more fiber, you know? (laughs) All right. Welcome to the show. (laughs) 
Fitz Happens. Live. This is The Fitz Show. With Fitz. Two scoops, but I don't want those bubble things on it. Jenna. Baloney is totally a protein. Drew. No, I literally ambushed G. Gordon Liddy for an autograph. And Tanner the Millennial. All my plates and bowls are plastic. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. Everybody, what's up? Wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. If you could today, you know it would be so awesome. Maybe you could tell a friend or a coworker or a loved one about our show. You know what I mean? We'd really yeah. appreciate that. We're not like all those big flashy shows. You know. And Don't have much flash. No TV commercials. We're just, man, we, try, we just try to keep it real. We just do mm-hmm. our own thing. Do our thing. Do your thing, baby. <laughs> yeah. And I will put our listeners up against anyone. Yes. And I'm saying right now, send it to whoever you want. Any show in the nation, our listeners are better than yours. Yes. Boom. Yes. And they're called P1s. And they set this show as the number one button on their preset. Mm-hmm. That's what a P1 means. That's yeah. how you get to be it. It's that easy. And you get to join the club and be with us forever. You guys ever been in a situation when um, you work with someone and they might have a little hygiene issue? Maybe it's a little, you know, you, BO or mm-hmm. doo-doo breath or, you yeah. know, just, you know, hygiene issues, mm-hmm. right? So maybe if you work with an individual like that, you might have a right to maybe give them a little... Like, I would want you guys to say to me, hey, dude, you got some doo-doo breath. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it if someone yeah. says it. I do, too. Because you hate me. to think you're walking around like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitz, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Fitz has told me when I had doo-doo breath, and I fixed it. <laughs> yeah, and you told me once. Yeah. Although I don't know if anything can got fix that. Got that hot breath. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, you need a Tic Tac endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I better call him that But company. you know what, though? Drew has hot breath. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you're hot breath, Drew. You warm up the room from over there. <laughs> What's wrong with your breath, man? <laughs> that is jacked up. <laughs> no, no. So anyway, all right. So we can say that to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But does it mean that you have a right to tell a stranger that you don't know that well about a hygiene issue? Ooh. Like Jenna, my head of security, wants to say something to her gas station attendant. She you has- and this gas station attendant, is this the same one you told her that she needs to get some dental work done? Is it? Yes, because oh she has God. a rotten tooth. Well, that's alone. where the breath's coming from. And I'm trying to help her because, okay, okay you, I know How- that I, people are going to get mad at me for this, but you know what? Here's a little bit of insight. That tooth keeps rotten. It's going to go into her bone. It could go into her bloodstream. And that could be serious bad news for her. So actually, that, I'm trying to help her. Do you think that she knows that? That she... Maybe has a bad tooth. Okay, hold up. Maybe she can't afford it. Listen, there- Do you really think that it is her tooth that is smelling and making her breath bad? Honestly, yes, because I've spoken with her enough and analyzed it. And I'm not- I would like to just know if she knows all of her resources. Right. There is a lot of help, like care credits and things that you can do to where if you can't financially afford to pay for everything up front, they will help you pay for a- You know, put up on a plan where you can afford to pay monthly. Because I worry about her- of something happening. It is a real thing. So you're just worried that she might straight up have an abscess. Well, yeah. Okay. And that, that can go into your bloodstream. But did, did you? I, I'm just throwing this out there. Did you ever think that maybe it's not about the money thing? Maybe she has a true fear of the dentist. And a lot of mm-hmm. people have that. And and uh, by the way, dentists are absolutely amazing. You yes. guys, if you're out there and you have fear of the dentist, you have no reason to have fear of the dentist. I mean, they are so they good right now. They want to help you. And- they really want to help you. And they love all cases. They, they love to see the... 
the cases of, oh my goodness, this is an okay, issue. So Let's what, make it better. When you guys say you appreciate it, when people say you have had bad breath, wouldn't it yeah. be nice of me to say, hey, I can, she's not, but enough for me to hold a conversation with her okay. a few times a week. She knows my life. I know her family. She knows my family. Like, should people tell, or, yeah, should Jenna tell this woman about her bad tooth? Bad tooth? We'd love to hear from you right now. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. This is The Fit Show, live. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Monday, April 16th, 2018, and wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know what you picked up from today's show. Here's what I learned. This is going to, if you're hearing it for the first time right now, well, I'm glad you're hearing it for the first time right now, because the hand dryers and public bathrooms, I learned, are spraying feces all over your hands. Here's how it works. No, no, the researchers have found the dryers suck up the particles in the air and then blow them right back out. You don't believe me? You can fact check me right now, everybody. I I I encourage you to Google it. I'd rather not. Uh, Yeah. I don't don't want to go down that path. I'm about to stop washing my hands altogether. Yeah. It might be better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. What about you, Drew? What did we learn today? I learned that Drew, uh, excuse me, Drew. I learned that Tanner and Fitz can't handle my ride and they want to blame it on fumes, but really they're a couple of car sick babies. Let me tell you something. Uh, it's like if you're sitting in Drew's vehicle, it's like you're being fumigated. It's like yeah. a skate. <laughs> oh, it's, my, it's, 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 it's horrific. And he drives like it's a roller coaster. Why is it fumigated? It's just constant fumes. Makes me nauseous when I sit in it. Wow. All right. What about you, Tanner, the millennial? <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> I learned that Fitz's new side gig might be a swimming instructor because he took his babies to the pool and he was like the stingray <laughs> off of Nemo. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what about you? And uh, my wife is here, everybody. That's Bethany, the mouth from the south. What have we, what have we learned today? Um, I learned that Gunny, the guy from Full Metal, Je- what was his name? Yeah, Arlie Ermy. Arlie Ermy. Yeah. He passed away. The, the drill sergeant, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drew, give me your best impersonation of him, real quick. You are worthless, dirtbag. That's good. A little more. Uh, 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 well, most of the stuff he says has obscenities. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm trying to think of the clean ones. <laughs> Please edit some yeah, of it. It's hard to clean it up. <laughs> Give me a little more. Uh, Here, I'll just do it. You, you drop- are a worthless second nothing. Give me more. Okay. You better and drop that's- down and give me 20. That's Monday's show, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.